Hey, welcome Hello. back. Ooh, welcome back. Come on, body roll. Come on. <laughs> All right, welcome back to episode 34 of Re and Liz Podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey. As you can see, we have a guest, but we're not going to introduce her yet. Uh, so Gloria, don't kick us off. Yep, so we are going to start off this episode like we always do. So please join me in clearing our throats together. <laughs> and it goes like this. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Oh, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Whoa, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian. slow it down. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Welcome back to episode 34 of the Ria and Liz podcast hosted by myself, Kim, and Gloria. And we're super excited to bring you another episode. And this episode is going to be super special. So uh, if you are into like business, entrepreneurship, side hustles, go grab a pen and paper quickly because you need to take notes. It's about to be just like hot fire. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> just go do that quickly. Press pause. Go get that. And then before we get to our guest, we're going to start off with our song of the week. So this week, I decided to throw it back. Way back. Way back, back. Okay. <laughs> so it's a throwback. This is a throwback from Mary Mary. Um, of this self-titled album, Mary Mary, and the song is called In the Morning. stuff in there you know a song is fire when you know the ad libs okay right <laughs> i was showing my age there i'm telling you that's my jam Gloria looks a little confused do you not know the song Gloria? okay um <laughs> so i've heard it before but it's never been like my jam but now it is and <laughs> it will be yours too once you check out the ria and liz um, playlist on Spotify that will be uploaded this week, so that song will be on it. So if it's not your jam right now, it's okay. It'll be our jam together. Yeah, and <laughs> we do have something special because we've had a lot of people from Zimbabwe 
asking us about the playlist on Spotify. Woo! Spotify is now available in Zimbabwe, so you'll be able to get access to the playlist too. So there we go. Shout out to Spotify for doing that. Um, okay, so yes, we have a special guest today, and I think it's fitting that we have her on. And today is uh, we're recording on a Monday, and today is International Women's Day. So shout out to all the women. Shout out to all the women who are doing amazing things um, in business, in ministry, in entertainment, um, whatever path that God has set you on, whatever he's called you to do, shout out to you for like, if you're a stay-at-home mom, shout out to you. We need all of you women doing your part to push the kingdom of God forward. So we're super excited. So now for our guest, drum roll please, Gloria. Our, our guest, okay, I wanted to do like a, a thing, right? So our guest today, uh-huh. all the way Woo! the DMV, repping for the DMV, also repping for Zambia. So shout hey. out to peeps. Um, but she lives here in Hamilton, Ontario. Shout out to Hamilton. Hey, Hamilton. <laughs> a business coach, a digital marketing uh, strategist. Um, she is the founder of the Ignite Global University, and I think her well, and she's also Nathan Thorne's wife. But her <laughs> most important title is being Joseph's mama. <laughs> exactly. If y'all don't know who Jojo is, I'm gonna insert a little clip. Y'all go meet Jojo, okay? Jojo is our favorite person. Um, so easy. It might just be that we like Jojo. That's why we're still friends with you. I know. I know y'all just love me for him. It's okay. It's okay. My mom Honestly, just loves me for him, too. Thank you for I giving. mean, technically, we love you, too, because you, like, help make him. So he's a part of yeah, you. Yeah. So if you think about it, the love translates exactly. over to you. Exactly. Exactly. True, true. <laughs> but Jojo's, Jojo's my, my baby, though. He's my child. I just, I didn't give birth, but he's mine. Yeah. I'm the only one who still has the same nickname. Everyone else gets called by the official name. I'm the only one that Jojo. You're calls still Auntie KK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Weezy, tell us, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Like, I've given a little, but I, it's not enough. You're a mini thing. Tell us, tell us about yourself. All right, all right. Thank you, real Liz, real Liz, real Liz. Hey. Uh, <laughs> So I am a business coach, but I'm a Christian business coach. And my goal and my purpose is to basically remove the stigma that Christians can't be successful in business, that Christians can succeed in business given the right tools and the right systems, um, they can definitely excel. So that's what I do. Um, and that's why I started Ignite Global University. Hey. Hey. Good to have you on. Thank you. Um, so let's just, uh, I definitely want to dive into this whole Christian entrepreneurship topic, but let's just quickly define what an entrepreneur is. Cause I feel like right now that's the end thing. If you don't have a side business, especially 
talking during COVID. If you don't have a side business, then like you're failing. So what <laughs> is an entrepreneur? Like what's the actual, like, what would you say an entrepreneur is? So the actual like definition of an entrepreneur is somebody who um, organizes, creates a business or businesses, and they can be through a template that they've, that's already set up, like an MLM, they call it a multi-level marketing thing. So, you know, selling different products um, and services that's already set up. You can become an entrepreneur by that way, or you can create your own thing and decide that you're going to be an entrepreneur. Basically, you're saying that I'm going to assume all the financial risks and all the responsibilities for this company. Oh, how do you differentiate like an entrepreneur versus a Christian entrepreneur? Because I feel like those are two different um, things. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Kim, we've definitely been around <laughs> around the block, so we know <laughs> the difference. Um, but definitely a Christian entrepreneur and um, a difference between a Christian entrepreneur and an entrepreneur. And I think why I landed on what I want to do is because there are a lot of people that want to do business but being a Christian means that you're putting your Christianity before and your belief before anything else. Means that everything that you're doing in your business is according to the will and the purpose of God over your life. It means that you're going to operate with a moral integrity. You're going to operate um, with character and you're going to operate saying that regardless of the money, that my name, my character stands stands above that so that i think that that's definitely uh the differentiator and the problem is that now in today's society when you've got all these different entrepreneurs and everybody like gloria said everybody's got to have a business or a side hustle and stuff like that there are a lot of entrepreneurs that prey on faith-based entrepreneurs that prey on Christian entrepreneurs and say that they're Christian or they have faith, but then you sit down to meet with them and they're cussing at the meeting or, you know, they're just, or their lifestyle doesn't reflect what they're saying. Mm. That's true. Like, I think, I think I've seen a couple of those people where you're like, you said you were a Christian, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it's not adding up. <laughs> it's definitely not adding up. So like, how did you get started because i know that you're an entrepreneur yourself um so tell a little bit of your story like how did you get started how did you first figure out that you know what i'm gonna go into business for myself and help people create their own businesses as well my mother um i definitely got that's a great question though um i got started because of my mom um quick backstory on myself um we, we lost my dad when i was six years old and both my dad and my mom both had nine to five jobs, but they also had side businesses. And had it not been for my mom's side businesses, I don't think that my siblings and I would have had the life that we had. My mother worked hard enough so that we didn't feel that void of one less income in the house. And she kind of held it down. And it was definitely definitely through her entrepreneurial abilities. Uh, she's a lawyer by profession, but definitely her entrepreneurial abilities um, definitely took us to school and helped educate us. So me growing up and seeing that, like I was 12 in her offices, like taking her phone calls, like, hello. <laughs> and I was her secretary and writing receipts down. And, you know, one of the first things my mom taught, taught us was how to make a contract. Like we had contracts for our allowance. So it was definitely in my DNA <laughs> to be a, to be an entrepreneur. 
That's awesome. And you've spoken about um, how your mom actually did have a nine to five, but she had a side hustle. So what um, like should people think about? Because a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm quitting my job tomorrow. Like you still have a nine to five and then yeah. you hustle that you do. So how do you like balance the two? And what advice would you give to someone who's like has this great business idea, but then they want to quit their job for like, so the thing is that a lot of people like reading books like Think Grow Rich or by Napoleon Hill or different books from different eras that talk about entrepreneurship and they talk about, you know, just going right into your entrepreneurship goal. But then the problem is that the system now and the economy now is not set up for that. So we have to be, there, there has to be a hybrid situation. People have been successful. It's, it's a loss and a gain, right? So you have to choose what route you want to go through. Either you want to go through the route of, okay, I'm going to go full-fledged into my entrepreneurial journey, which I did also try, but then it was like, then the bills came due. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you got to choose and say, okay, do I want to sacrifice my life or the, the livelihood, the things that I'm accustomed to, to pursue this full on. And there are people that do that and succeed, but then there are also people that decide, well, I'm gonna have you know, my nine to five and then I'm gonna have this. Or there are people that do a hybrid of both and they say, I'm gonna freelance and I'm gonna pursue this at the same time. So there's definitely, I don't think that there's one size fits all. I think it's based on what your situation is and what your circumstances are um, and how you wanna pursue that. Yeah, I definitely think that was a good question, Kim. And I know especially, um, in the world that we're living in today, it's it's not as popular to have a nine to five. Um, and everyone's kind of like hopping on the ba- bandwagon of being an entrepreneur without knowing what it really takes. Um, and I think for me personally, I really believe in like the hybrid. I really think that I should have a nine to five to support my entrepreneur, my, wow, my side business. And then when that takes off, then I'm able to quit and then do what I want to do. And I think it's just about going about it like in a way that best suits your lifestyle and best suits you um, and what you want to do. And with that, I just, um, I actually had a question. Oh no, yes, Kim? Before you go. I think also like when people read stuff, like you have to kind of assist. Like if you're reading like a Bill Gates story or like um, I remember reading Donald Trump talking about how he started his entrepreneurship journey and he said he had a small loan of a million dollars for his dad. Like you can't compare yourself. Like my dad is not giving me a small loan of a million dollars to start a business. And so you have to also assist like like if you're from a rich family and they can support you through your entrepreneurial things, then yeah, sure, go ahead. But like if you are like still like if you're like from an African family, black tax is a thing, like you can be doing that. So you need to like also assess your own personal situation. So not taking everything that you read and saying, okay, this person just like dived into it and they were successful. Like their network might be different from yours and you might have to build up a network before you can get to that position to do that as well. Yeah. And I, I think I'd also like to say like with being a Christian entrepreneur and like everyone being like, I want to do a business. I think that we should all, we should do all things with purpose and not just because other people are doing them. So if you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to have definitely figure out what do you want to do? Because don't just do something to do it because then there'll be no purpose in that. Um, so don't just sell lashes because you want to sell lashes. 
you know like some lashes obviously like i'm just giving it an example but where like as a christian we want to do everything with purpose and we believe that god is directing our path so how is god directing that path for like that path for you through that um what's it called area but also i just want to ask like how like how do as christians stay on top of trends like because it's very difficult to stay on top of trends and even business trends and what's going on in the world because we live in the world um and having still that christian value because i think also because the majority of the world is not christian it's hard like where where's your audience coming from like should you reach out to non-christians or just keep it exclusively for christians that's see that's the thing is it all depends on again what your goal is and what you're aligned to be i feel like we're definitely in a time where you can't be hot or cold like i strongly believe that you're we're living in the end times so it's like you can't we're living in that time that scripture where god says you know you jesus says you can't be hot or cold and it's like we we can't be hot or cold we have to decide and so when it comes to being like one social media plays so many games on us and it's like people like the thing that you said you know the selling lashes like okay granted yes you can sell lashes and you can make bank but there's a lot of people i'm like did you sis really you closed on half a mil through lashes i don't know i need to see those margins like how did that work out what was your cost per lash what was your expenditures where were they coming like they, i have so many questions so it's like you know but then they all you see is just i know we've all seen that picture as uh you know picture on instagram is just envelopes just mail out envelopes and i'm like how we know half of them could be empty i don't know just saying so we always have to make sure that we measure things up to our own path one you know our pastor said we all go to the same church so our pastor said you know stay in your lane (laughs) that's one of the main things and so sometimes when you look at a trend and you're like oh i want to do this one, I'm never going to be doing the silhouette challenge. Why? Because it is not. <laughs> I heard y'all talking about the silhouette challenge last episode. <laughs> I'm like, because it's not <laughs> according to the will and purpose of God's life, of God's purpose over my life. That's not it. So being a Christian entrepreneur, again, says that I'm going to put God's will, God's purpose over and above what's hot and what's trending. And I'm going to say, okay, there's a trend that comes in. Yeah, we've got to utilize as an entrepreneur, you have to utilize um, as a digital, let me say as a digital and a 21st century entrepreneur, you have to be able to utilize trends. You have to be able to utilize things like hashtags for the algorithms and all that stuff. So you have to really look at it and say, is this trend, is this hashtag worth my relationship with God? And if it's if the cost is too high, you can bow out. Like there'll be another trend to hop on. There'll be something else you can do. So it's definitely finding that balance and having that that line and, and that measuring rod within yourself to say, what is my line and where is my where's my connection with God? And will God be pleased in these actions? And like if this trend was gonna bring me half a million dollars, is that money worth it? at the end of the day. If I've got half a million dollars, but then I've lost the message and I've lost the purpose of this, of what I'm doing, is it worth it? And just like on that idea of like trends and like how the world thinks and operates, how are we supposed to deal with like situations where you're like there, you're a Christian 
and i guess like the tendency for christians is for us to like look at people and say like oh like everyone's nice like we're all doing good things and then you get um um ripped off or like someone like does something shady in your dealings um like me and Rizi have a personal experience when we did business with someone <laughs> and they paid us like one tenth of what the actual contract that they had actually said and so like like me i was like ready to fight like i was like okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I, I i also still had to be a christian and still exercise the battle belongs to the lord so how do you navigate those kind of situations and what's the right response what's the right way to respond so that people one don't take advantage of you but also that you don't lose i say lose your salvation um because you're trying to get justice for yourself um i think that i definitely learned this lesson from you kim which was to set your boundaries Because before I thought, you know, before I was a proponent of the grind and the hustle and I had to be everywhere and all money is good money and I had to take that. And that's what's ingrained in our minds as entrepreneurs and as people just in this living in today's day. It's like, oh, you got to grind, hustle, you know, no sleep, whatever, team no sleep, team this, da, da, da. And, you know, all money, got to leave no money on the table, take every deal. And that's kind of what was ingrained in me. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to just, before I was like, I'll just look the other way. I'll just, you know, keep it pushing as long as that check clears. And then it left me feeling sick. It was actually that experience that we had, Kim, that really propelled me into this. Because after that whole thing, I had to take a step back and really self-examine and say, God, okay, this is not sitting right in my spirit. Like I would leave, Kim and I would both leave the calls sick to our stomach. And I'm like, this ain't right. This is not your will over my life (laughs) for me to be feeling this way. And the money is not that, it's not worth it. And if I'm still chasing you down, for my money at the end of the day and you still haven't paid me so what am i doing this for and i had to really value my say my mental well-being i had to value my spiritual well-being and i had to take a step back and i said okay what is it and at the beginning of 2020 funny enough god said to me he said income oh he said impact over income and i was like when the moment I got that in my spirit, I was like, okay, God, that's exactly what it is. Impact over income. And for me, it's like, at the end of the day, when my days here on earth are done, what's the impact that I want to leave behind? Over and above the money, because I can't take that with me. But the impact, that that has a ripple effect. So do I want to be my impact to be, well, she was catty and she was rah-rah, she was nuck if you buck. <laughs> in these meetings or is it that at the end of the day people felt that wow Weezy impacted my life Weezy taught me how to be a better person in my business Weezy taught me these things and even if and I was in a situation with Weezy and things went left but she kept her principles and she kept her standards and she kept her character intact that's what I want to be known for Mm. it's good that's good. I have to write that down. Impact over income. Woo! That's, that's, listen, if you're watching this, you better write that down. Impact <laughs> over 
you can use that in any area of your life. It doesn't have to just be entrepreneurship. And everything you do impacts over That is crazy. I had a question. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, um, what's it called? Sorry. I want you to give like three tips that you think are the, the most like beneficial tips for Christian op- entrepreneurs that are coming up um, in the game. And then three tips for Christian op- entrepreneurs that are already in the game. So like three okay. for people coming up and then three for people that are in it to kind of motivate them to like keep going, even though it may not seem like, you know, it's going far. Okay, so three tips for people that are thinking about going into it mm-hmm. and three for the people that are already in it. So three for people that want to be an entrepreneur. One, ask yourself why you want to be an entrepreneur. Is it for financial security, Is which you're not going to get in entrepreneurship? I'm going to tell you that off the bat. So if that's one of your reasons, get that out there. But if it's for you know, having that leisure to pick my days and my times or be there for, um, you know, for your family or be there for other commitments and that sort of thing, then think about your why. What is it that's pushing you into entrepreneurship? If it's just for extra income on the side, um, that's definitely a valid reason. So think about your why. Second thing, um, if you're thinking about jumping in is think about what it is that you do better than anybody else. If you do something and you can service somebody better than anybody else, what is that thing? That's probably something that you should be looking at. The third thing I would say for somebody that's thinking about it is how much time do you want to commit to it? So do you want to go into it as a side hustle? Do you want to go all in? What is that? And what does that look like for you? Because if you're going all in, again, like I said, it has to be a give and a take. So if you're going all in, you got to scale down. If you're going half and half, you got to think about what you can live without. And if you're going to go and do the, do the, you know, do the nine to five and look, people try to clown it. It's whatever your path is. That's your path. You follow it as long as you, you make your decision beforehand and you follow through with it. If you're going to do the nine to five and you say, then, you know, six to 10 is the times I focus on my business. You have to make that commitment. You assume it like a second job, basically, until you get started. Um, so those would be my three tips for somebody that's thinking about doing entrepreneurship. Yeah. I actually want to add on to your second tip, um, along with what do you do better than anyone else? What do you do naturally? Like think about what comes naturally to you to do that. Like doesn't really come naturally for anyone else. But yeah. Okay. You can give the three other tips now. (laughs) (laughs) So the three tips for somebody that is going, um, that is currently in entrepreneurship and wants to stay motivated and wants to stay focused, remind yourself of your why. That's definitely one. Constantly have your why in front of you. Constantly have your vision in front of you. Why did you get in this in the first place? What are your goals? Constantly, and I'm going to tie that into setting your goals. So you set your goals and you have those before you and you say, what is it that I want to achieve out this year? make it year by year. And then you've got your 10 year goal as well. What is it that I want to see in 10 years time? What do I want my business to look like? Another thing to think about is definitely always remember that this thing that God, God doesn't make mistakes. So what is it that God has placed in you 
that you felt so strongly about and leaped into? What is it that you want to continue in? Because a lot of times your vision is not just for you. It's for somebody else. It could be that you're giving other people jobs. It could be that you're going to be the one to pay off your parents' mortgage. You're going to be the one to, you know, break that generational curse of, oh, my family doesn't make money. You got to continue to think about there's somebody else attached to my dream and my vision. It's not just for me. And that, I think, is for Christian entrepreneurs, it's better for it's easier, let me say, for people to wrap their heads around that are faith believers because you're thinking, this is not just for me. This is breaking generational curses. I have my gifts, my talents and abilities have are the key to somebody else's success. Mm. So definitely thinking about that. And the third thing is to have fun with it because at the end of the day, if you're not having fun with it, then why are you doing it? If you're not growing in it and if you're not having fun, if you're not, if you're leaving those calls like Kim and I were and we're like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) (laughs) got a migraine, stomach hurting, like then why are we doing it? (laughs) So definitely being happy about it and, you know, being excited about the journey for sure. It's good. Well, I hope y'all were taking notes. Impact over income. Okay. So, um, so now we're going to move on to the next part of our show. So for those who are regular listeners, Gloria, how Christian are you? Oh, why you gotta, why you gotta choose me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so guys, I'm so Christian. Are you guys ready? I am so Christian that I'm not even going to lie to you guys about having and how Christian are you because I don't have one. So I'm not even going to lie to y'all because that's how Christian I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll ask Wheezy, how Christian are you? I am so Christian Mm. that... Sorry, I just have to remember this because every time, have you guys heard that thing like on old talk shows? And they're like, I'm so old. How old are you? That's what I always think about when y'all do this thing. So I am so Christian that I turned everything to a sermon. (laughs) And I'm always like, my newest phrase is my Jesus didn't die because insert blank. And it's like, you know, I go to the store and there's something I really want and it's still on full price. And I'm like, look, my Jesus didn't die for me to be paying full price for something. It's not, that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> oh, my Jesus didn't oh. die for you to be stressing me out on Monday morning <laughs> about an email, okay? <laughs> that's how Christian I am. <laughs> that's so funny. Do I get to ask it? <gasps> so Kim. How Christian are you? Well, I'm so Christian that my version of turning up is having prayer meetings with my friends. So on, um, <laughs> so on uh, Saturday, uh, my friend Vinny, our, our friend Vinny, had her birthday and her 30th, and we we're just kind of chilling. And then we're like, okay, guys, it's time to pray, and like we prayed for a while. And then we're like, okay, that was our turn up. Now time to go home and sleep. <laughs> That's and how- it felt like a turn up. Like I woke up the next day, I felt like I just partied. I was like, rejuvenated. I went to sleep. I'm still tired. <laughs> but yes, that's that's how Christian I am. 
Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Weezy, for coming onto the show. We appreciate you and we hope that um, the people who are listening or watching from YouTube that you got something out of this and those who are wanting to start businesses that you do get started up this year, 2021. And if you do start a business, let us know. Like, we want to shout you out and be like, hey, because you listen to Weezy's points on the Re-Enlist show. Like, shout out to you if you're starting a business. For real. And make sure to follow Weezy on all of her socials. They will be linked down in the description bar for you. And definitely get connected. Like, she has so many tips. She's posting consistently on Instagram. And she's even making TikToks out here. So you need to follow your girl. Um, And yeah, so make sure to also follow the Re-Enlist Instagram page and Kim and I individually on our social media accounts. Um, And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are on YouTube, hit that bell notification button. Don't forget to follow Weezy's Global University. Also us. Follow Weezy. We'll have her all her information on in the yeah. description box and so you'll be able to hit her up, slide into the DMs and be like, sis, where the money reside? Okay, like <laughs> where the money reside. All right, we going. What a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside, what a money reside. So um, and we're gonna be taking some of these tips. Did you hear that Gloria? Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. You need to use our hashtag, okay? Yes. We're trying to get this YouTube money. So <laughs> We're going to be applying all these things. So thank you again, Weezy. Um, actually, we still have a little bit of time. Do you want to pray quickly for our people who want to start businesses? Oh, I'm so honored. Okay, let's pray, y'all. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for everybody that is tuning into this broadcast, Lord God, wherever they're watching it from, wherever they're listening to it from, oh God, we just pray, Heavenly Father, that right now, whatever it is that that's been burning in their spirit and in their heart to start, that Lord God, you be in it, that Lord God, you will go before them and you will set their path straight. Father God, that you will give them the tools and the resources they need to bring that vision to life, oh God, Lord, that they will learn to lean on you and with all that they do father god and lean not on their own understanding in their business oh father god lord we pray that the through this podcast, Lord God, whoever is listening, Lord, that they will break generational curses. They will be the inventors and the investors of their families. They will be the generational curse breakers of their families. They will be influencers, oh God, for the kingdom to bring you glory, oh God. Lord, we thank you for their lives and whatever path you've led them on, God, we pray for their resources, their financial stability, God, that you will open doors for them that no man can shut. We love you, Lord, and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Um, last thing I want to say is Weezy next shirt needs to be impact over income. I want my coins. Thank you, because I came up with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> impact over income. Look, next, next time y'all invite me on, we're gonna talk about intellectual property, okay? <laughs> And how to protect your intellectual property. Because mine just got jacked. I'm telling you. (laughs) Anyways, we are going to end off this episode like we usually do. So you saw Kim. She already took a sip of her water. I have water as well. So we're just going to clear our throats together. 
and it goes like this. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Oh, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Whoa, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, slow it down. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Bye. Bye.